1: We'll yes. Lift that sucker up. I did. It's
0: all the way up to the top notch, and yet I feel very short. You get a little, I feel like a little troll <laughs> down here. Yes, like a little hairy troll because I got my uh, I got my hairy jacket Muppet, on, my Muppet jacket. Love. Muppet jacket. Feel it out. Feel your breasts. Hey. Gas, well, I would feel my breasts, but I have Jeffy like three coats on. I can't feel anything. Oh my God. It just feels like a bulletproof a vest under there. Oh, you're feeling something over there. Kind of moving into my belly. It's hard to tell. Are they boobs or are they belly? I don't even know. You guys, welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Sarah Frazier, along with AJ, Andrea Lopez Comedy. She's in studio. She's back. She's feeling great because she is not hungover today. Girl!
1: A low or
0: fast collapse.
1: Yes. Thank you for the welcoming back. Um, I want to thank my parents (laughs) and my boss, the interns, um, just everyone that's supported me over the years. Um, coming clean has been an enriching and inspiring. Um realization and i feel fucking fantastic let's get this show on the road guys isn't it
0: good to be sober (laughs) oh my god i'm telling you like the thing is when you don't drink for a while and you feel so good because i'm not drinking because i'm currently trying to get pregnant it's life altering like i think to myself why did i wait until my mid-30s to quit the booze i mean first of all i would look so much younger You know, I mean, because we all know, right? You you get hammered and then you wake up. And I mean, there are wrinkles. You look like a fucking witch. I watched Hocus Pocus and I thought, my God, I've had a hangover. I look like that.
1: It is Hocus Pocus season. I it is Hocus like... Pocus season. Now, I wasn't completely sober this weekend. So don't give me the benefit of that. That whole entire title of sobriety. Okay. Because I definitely had some wine and some beer. But I, don't, I will say that I didn't binge and I, I didn't black out. I didn't brown out. I had a, a nice mature amount. And uh, I've never felt better.
0: That's so good. How are now, you? Okay, so you and eggs are are back in good cuz i feel like last week we sort of left it in turmoil i know you guys did reconcile by wednesday show then of course
1: you know we have like a four day week so right. you guys are like back on right we're back on, but again, I was gone Thursday, Friday, New York City, and then the weekend I was in Oktoberfest in Ocean City. So I haven't seen him since. And then tonight I was like, "Hey, what's up? You want to hang?" And he's like, "No, I've got Top Golf with the boys." I was like, "What in the what? Do you remember last week when I was out in my car, hammered
0: beyond my mind? You had birds flying around. We were we were like destitute. What do I have to do? Do I have to lift
1: one leg up in the air and the other leg in the other direction? How like, about- hello, cancel trivia and make me some spaghetti. Is it that hard? Thank you. You know what he said to me? What he said? Hey, well, what time did I get back? last time from trivia or what is he has trivia tomorrow excuse me he has top golf tonight what is this? What does is is he this? joined this? every meetup group he could find? I mean, what, what is wrong with this man? I have literally. I'm so excited that he's like finally getting some friends and getting out there. But at the same time, and not like if it costs like you guys time together. Screw I'm like, not. I'm like, hey, his uh, his thing was, hey, you're gone half the week, so why can't I spend half the week doing things that I'm doing? And I I agree, but uh, we'll, we'll do them on the same out. half that I'm gone, not when I'm back. I know we poorly scheduled everything. As 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 we do, uh, but yeah, we're back on. We're back good. You know what? Good. I'm just I'm tired of the drama. I'm tired of texting him. If he doesn't want to hang out, fine. Fuck it. Look, I'm over wow. it. I'm busy dealing with stuff. The good thing about having a steady person is like you know it's it, he's always there. Which you know we're not as strong as we used to be. But steady dick is always but good. Steady you dick know? is always good. You know, I suggested an open relationship. He's yeah, like, that's a good idea. No, I don't share. I said, all right, don't ask, don't tell. I'm just kidding. I'm still sleeping with him. He's the only person. I'm a monogamist. I know. You are very monogamist. Yeah. I didn't used to be.
0: Well, you... Well... Did any of us? I mean, what what does monogamy really mean?
1: I mean, you're not a monogamist until you're a
0: monogamist.
1: I think that's kind of what we're going for. Yeah, come on.
0: Yeah, I'm a monogamist, like once we're married, you know? But before (laughs) that, I mean, everyone, we're out here. Speaking of monogamous. Yes. uh, Okay, so I'm excited today. We have a guest on. She's going to be on in like about 20 minutes. Her name is Sophie Tanner, and she's a solo-ogamist. Am I saying it right? So-sologamist. Thank you. I don't know, solo-ogamist or sologamist?
2: We'll have to ask her. Sologamist?
0: It's spelled... It's... it's, it's, oh. it's definitely oh, hold on. Hold on, our, This hold is on. our intern, Marcus. we mm-hmm. got to turn mm-hmm. your mic on. Yeah.
2: The point is she wants the word solo in it.
1: In
0: the word... solo She so Yeah.
1: Whether it's sologamy or soloogamy. Um
2: I would imagine she made that up.
1: <laughs> don't you think? No, 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 no. I don't think that's so think, a term. You think she's like the first of her kind that mm, kind of made it a thing? Yeah. Well, Google that. The for thing for is, it, mono
2: yeah. means One. Also, though that it does. Also,
1: oh, like monogamy, right? So, it's oh, wait,
2: a me, it's love with mono, with one.
1: That's what she is, yeah.
2: But she's solo with herself.
1: Exactly, sologamy.
0: Solo. Sologamy. It comes up. Yeah,
3: it's on um, Wikipedia,
0: which, oh, which well means then, it has okay, to be. Okay, a then thing. She, she didn't make it up. Well, so yeah. Sophie, here's Sophie's deal. She,
2: sorry, Sophie.
0: Yeah. So see, this is like a real thing. So so Sophie is going to be on the show at one o'clock. She married herself four years ago in England. Okay, she's English. So she'll Skype in with us live with video. You guys have asked dozens of questions. In fact, I think you've asked the most questions about Sophie marrying herself than anyone else, even more than our cuddleist, maybe even more than the sugar baby. And a lot of people really wanted to know how to become a sugar babe. In fact, since then, I believe our sugar babe has inspired our own listeners to now be basically on uh on you know, their seeking arrangements on their own paths yeah. so anyway so she's gonna be on she married herself she had her fr- and then she renewed her vows like to just, herself yeah just like four or five months ago and she's encouraging people to marry themselves she says that in society we celebrate people who are married we go to their weddings and their bridal showers but then once you're single beyond a certain age people are like what's wrong with you and no one celebrates you. So she had this ceremony. Since then, she's written a book. We're going to talk about her book. And you guys asked dozens of questions. We're going, to, we're going to ask her all of them. People wanted to know, did she consummate the marriage on her wedding night? People want to know, like, does she still sleep with other people? Does she still sleep with other people? If she found a guy that she, or a woman she was in love with, would she get divorced from herself? I mean, I have so many questions. I love people who are designing their own lives. They're out there. They're like, fuck it. You know what? I don't care. People are doing this. People are doing that. Well, guess what? Well, guess what? I'm a solo agamist. I love it. So anyway, we're going to have her on. I can't wait. If you have any questions, you can hop on our YouTube stream. It's at HeyFrage. Be sure to subscribe. Turn on your notifications. Love you guys. Uh, and then we'll have her on here in like 20 minutes. Um, before that, though, you know, I, the Nats are in the World Series. And these guys were, I was just saying, I have predictions about the Nats. And they were like, well, what are they? What are they? Because the first game of the World Series against the Astros starts tomorrow night, which this is big news for Washington. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Little, I love Theo Vaughn. Uh, oh, gang, gang, little ripped rats. A little nats in that pit. Mm, they are gonna be. My Theo Vaughn well, impression. I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna, you know what, this is gonna be very unpopular. This is my prediction. First of all, the Astros only had two days to basically, you know, recover. Okay? I love this.
1: I love this. Our little media connoisseur is turned into the sportscaster. Give us, like, your best sports uh, voice.
0: I mean, Travis, you know, Thompson, move over, okay? I mean, you know, honestly. <laughs> NBC, Travis, Thomas, move over. Yeah, uh, Oh, you know, Thomas, right? Did yeah, I say Thompson? Okay, Thomas
3: thompson thomas i tomato, mean whatever tt tomato. i mean T-T. You know,
0: yeah tt move over santana i also have a sports show here's my <laughs> prediction i'm mean, gonna astros best baseball team in the in the entire probably country okay right so but the astros were just taking on the yankees came down to the like game seven uh the astros win they only have two days to recover that's not much okay their team is down for the count now the nats have had what a week, they've had basically a week to recover, which can be good and bad. You are kind of, you can get out of your routine or you have a lot of time to, to prep. Now, I'm going to be honest. Jason Verlander for the Astros, really good. Okay, really good. Uh-huh. So my thing is, I think it's going to be a heck of a series. I think it's going to come down to game seven, but I think the Astros are going to do it. And I know I'm a Washingtonian. I'm sorry. I just think it's... I want them to win, but I don't know. Ryan Zimmerman, that guy, I think he'll be fine under pressure. I mean, he doesn't look like, I mean, does the guy have a heart? You know, you never see any emotion. He's not excited <laughs> when he wins, not excited when he loses. I think he'll be he's fine. Older. Strasburg, I don't know, Strasburg seems nervy to me. I, I just don't know if Strasburg is going to bring it. Uh, no, Max Scherzer, he's been under a lot of heat. I feel like Scherzer, Scherzer will be fine.
2: is terrifying.
0: Jerzer, I think, will be good. Strasburg, now, this guy looks like a nervous wreck to me. I mean, why? It, is it
1: the beady eyes, or what, what gives it away? <laughs> is it the beady eyes? Yes.
0: Yes, the beady eyes are what, what makes me just what, what, think. What, 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 yeah, what uh, What? Uh, what makes you feel this way? I think it's the jawline. I don't know. It just jawline. looks sunken uh, You can barely see it, looks it with his little it in. ginger it goatee. Like it, it looks like he doesn't eat well under pressure. I don't know why. You know? I'll tell you one guy who feels like, he, you know, he can obviously eat under pressure is C. C. Sabathia. And that guy you know poor guy in the yankees anyway not that i'm body shaming anyone i'm the last person to do that I've had my own body shaming issues eh, well anyway i'm excited i'm gonna be watching this series i can't wait
1: oh uh, yes i i fully support it it allows me to drink i'll try to again be mature with my drinking. But this, this is, is an exciting, exciting time for the D.C. Nats, you think the Nats are going to do it?
0: They're going to win the... They could because I'm telling you, the Astros are down. You know, they're like, it's hard to recover. Hard, I mean, they have some of the best pitchers in baseball, but you don't have a lot of time. Those arms pitching at 100 miles an hour, 90 mile per hour pitches, you need a couple days to rest. There ain't enough of ice.
1: You do, you do need a couple of days to rest. There ain't enough cortisone I injections. T- I don't know. am scared. Like a week is kind of a long time. But then again, baseball in itself is kind of a long, drawn out game. Yeah. It's That's true. my opinion. But... I, I will be, say, Nats have been on fire. Caps supported the Nats. Nats supported the Caps. I like the DC <sighs> fire that's going on. We you know, we got a little fire under our butts right too. now. Sing, things are
0: stirring up in the DC. I do too. And I should be I should be more pro-Nats because I actually was the in-stadium co-host yeah, in, what in the, the, the 2011 fuck? season. You know what?
1: I used to sit in the stands and be like, oh shit, look at Frazier getting out there beyond the mic. <sighs> Seriously, I, I used to watch you. Oh, you were like, oh my god, seat. F- Forty nine! You guys are the big winners of this today's game. You won game. a flippin' pizza! <laughs> Congratulations! Here's your coupon. Yeah,
0: I remember those days. I think they oh fired me. They fired me because I mispronounced. I think the guy's name was Wong. Or Juan? You said Wang? It was Good job. Yes, and I pronounced it Wang. Wait, yes, you're correct. serious? Yeah, for real. They were really upset. Because if you guys remember, like, when the Nats first started, they had a series of blunders. Does everyone remember when their um, jersey says the Natinals? Like, some, they, they, like remember that it was, like, a huge thing, right? The Natinals, they mean, because they actually had to play with the jerseys with the misspelling. And they were, like, a major league baseball team. Oh, but because they were so expensive to order anyways. Right. So they'd had all these series of blunders. So they were like, you can't be out there saying Wang.
1: You're like, it's not my fault. Uh, your proofreader
0: took off a day or something. <laughs>
1: I was my like, fault. You didn't give me a pronunciation Thanks. script. What do you want?
0: <laughs> Those, haven't you heard of me on the radio? It's I'm sorry, we're not using big words, okay? We don't pronounce anyone's name except for like Rihanna. I'm probably not even saying that correctly. Anyway, I think I want them to
1: win. I think I yes, just don't want to be disappointed. You know? I don't know. I think it, it heats up. We got a big sports season ahead of us. And I, I, I whatever happens, happens. I'm literally just there for, like, the hoopla. I'm like, yeah, Nets, Go Nets, Go Nets, Go Nats. Go Nats! <laughs> I was at, like, game five. Everyone's like, it was honestly low um, really? attendance rate when I was there for what? game. What? For game five? Yes, it was.
0: The people in this Local town not even care.
2: Hold on. Wait, wait.
1: Wait, get it right
0: on w- the mic. There Marcus wasn't a Game 5. Which game? Was it a Game 4? Game was 4 here?
2: of the NLCS? The most, when they clinched no, 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 to go no, no, to no. the... You were no. no. at Game 3. You two. and your dad. Weren't you at Game 2 or Game 3? Was it against the Cardinals or against the Dodgers? Cardinals. Okay. So, game
1: 2?
2: Uh, it could have been Game 4. It could have been the most, the last one. Or all it could I'm have saying, been Game 3. It was
1: low attendance and I was surprised at the Nat Stadium. That's all I'm saying.
2: Really? Yes. There were like so a lot of empty seats
1: in the house. Yeah.
2: That's it was record. It was a uh, record sellout crowds. Where? At both of those games. It was. But maybe people showed up late or okay. left early. I was at game four. Okay,
0: and what did you think? Was it was the stadium packed?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was packed. I mean, it's not a huge ballpark. Like for example, That's true. Compared but- to going to say like a Redskins game, it's like. Almost, a, it's only seats like a third of yeah, right. the number of people. Like 30-something so it's
0: like, thousand, right? It's,
2: so these crowds were record crowds. It was like 43,000, I think. Wow. Something like that.
0: Anyway, it'd and, be good. And it's exciting. FedEx Field
2: sits like ninety five thousand something like that. So
0: oh, yeah, Snyder will put you behind a like a pole. He doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh great, can we sell this for hundred bucks? Sure, yeah. we'll just obscure your view. No problem. <laughs> um, but let's go, Nats. Bathroom stall. Uh, I want to give a shout out too to Sammy K, who uh, Sammy K started on this podcast nearly four years ago. This is wild. He was on the show for one year last night. Sammy and Snacklands were on, uh, of course, the famous Shark Tank on ABC. He was pitching Snacklands, which are a vegan pork rind. Does Sammy get a deal? We want to play a little clip here at the end.
2: Yeah, we could figure it out. Like
0: I said, I'm I'm here here to make something work. I'm here to work hard. But the problem is, Sammy, you only have 30%.
1: And I don't want to throw you under the bus, right? You have other shareholders
0: that you have to consider. Sweating
2: bullets. (laughs) I mean, I want to be fair. And I think with all due respect, I used to own 100% of nothing. And I'm living Ooh. the American dream. I mean, I'm a Muslim, first generation American who is now pitching a vegan pork rind on Shark Tank. Like, <laughs> if that's not the American dream. What is? I like it. And so yeah, I'll come back with some. I'll work with you. You know, if it's cool, I'd like you know. But you're
1: here now. So I'll do the two Wonderful, for five percent straight equity, five percent advisory shares that can vest over three years, so it's a little bit easier on your investors and your employees. Oh, shit. He's thinking. He's thinking hard. I no, I mean, I would be doing the numbers too. Like, uh, Does that leave
0: me with any shares left?
1: Shit. The, 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 the
0: intensity. Do I have a share left? What do I have?
2: Okay. Ooh, yes! You know, I think Woo! that's a great deal. He got a deal. Yeah! He got a deal with
0: Mark Cuban. Oh, my God. All right. I am so. Look, I, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I feel like I'm everyone's good luck chart. I have a
2: gap here
1: on the front.
0: OK, because I mean, the oh, number of people that's who, a big claim there. But you know what? I'm I have to it. agree. I have to agree. Because the number of people who have been on this show for a significant period of time and then go on to do national television. OK, you've been on NBC's Bring the Funny. Leslie has been on. Oh, my God. How
1: do I say it? I say it. La, no, no, la Nuestra Belleza. No, la Nuestra Okay, what? Pisa. I just gave it to you. <laughs> syllable by syllable. I used La Nuestra
0: no I used to call it La no, Nuestra no Bella. I was like, hey, have you guys heard of the show La no Nuestra Bella? People are like, what? I've been on HBO's Crashing. Now, Sammy K, NBC, ABC Shark Tank, and gets a deal for Snack Lens. They're, and they're yummy little treats. So I, it'll be interesting to see... I don't know. You know, I don't know the food business. I don't know how far
1: two hundred fifty thousand dollars takes you in that world. I, I, I think that's a still huge. That's huge a quarter of a million dollars. That's at least a, a little bit of investment to say, like, hey. Yeah. Also, Shark Tank. I mean, huge publicity. Huge
0: publicity. Mark Cuban, you get a deal. So proud of Sammy K. So, so that was awesome. And of course, I all I saw was this clip because we have Hulu at home, so I don't get ABC. Oh, so right, people right. were messaging me, going, "Hey, are you going to watch? You're going to watch?" And I was like. I wish but I don't get ABC so I you know but anyway it was pretty amazing so shout out to Sammy who was on this show I do want to thank a couple of our sponsors because we're going to have Sophie Tanner on who married herself four years ago and she's an advocate for more men and women taking control of their lives marrying themselves she's also been on the reality show in the UK called first dates where they try to set you up with a first date they follow you to try to find love um, so she's going to be on here coming up in like 10 minutes all of your questions answered I'm so fascinated by this because hell yeah. I mean, honestly. Get married to yourself. Marry yourself. Do something different. You know what? And we do celebrate everyone married, but we don't celebrate anybody single. That is true. Always like, hmm, why is that guy? We were just talking about a single guy. Why? Yes, why is that been are divorced twice. What's- and we were like, why is he single? Hmm. Well, <laughs> it's frustrating that there's a stigma. We always think they're gonna die alone
1: if you don't have kids. Who's gonna take care of you? I got a I got a sneaking suspicion why he's single. Yeah, there are some people that are single because they're single, not because they choose to be. Okay. Some people don't have any other options but to marry themselves, you know? I was just telling you, though, no one's going to love me like I love me. And you're like, bitch, you are 25 years old. You need to grow up. You've been up. loved by two people in one nutsack
0: that wrote you a letter that basically said, like, you ruined my life. I mean, I, you need a lot more love. Like, I love Iggy. I'm team Iggy because mostly because I love Schmiggy and Schman. Like, sounds shmiggy, good together, right? it sounds can't good together. You break that bit up. I hate to break that. That's a fucking bit. And we when live you start, for the bits. Yeah, you'll start marrying like or you'll start dating some guy named
1: Todd. Like oh, Todd. Like what are we I gonna actually call? despise that man and Todd. Like, I mean, what are we gonna do? I'm disgusted for you for even saying Todd. Todd is the worst fucking name. <laughs> just I'm sure there's someone on this show listening married to a Todd. Why don't you like the word to- name Todd named Todd? It's because Toddy. I used to be friends with a Todd in grade school. He used to eat his boogers incessantly, And it bothered me. It ruined the name Todd forever. I don't dislike all Todds. It's because the Todd in second grade would fest, would feast on his infestering boogers at well, lunchtime. in second grade, really. I don't give a shit. You don't know. He made I was like, Todd, stop. Gross. <laughs> I was an elite second grader. I used to wear personality glasses at second grade. I believe that. I've seen you as the mini Danny DeVito. Bill, <laughs> you are so cute. She was. I was a f- uh, chubby little Mexican that ate burritos, pre-packed uh, microwave burritos Boy, for Boy, you really hit a growth
0: spurt because now you are like tall and gorgeous and lean and it's like, wow. It's, I still chow down on
1: some cheese boards and burritos. Wow. But, no. but anyway, Todd. Sorry. Okay, I guess you're not doing a Todd, but anyway.
0: <laughs> uh At checkout. That's TSFS at H E R O dot C O. Alright, so look, we want to thank Alex Newin from State Farm Insurance and his wife, Ann. Alex and Ann Newwin can handle all of your insurance needs from D.C., Maryland, Virginia. They got you covered, and they have three locations in Virginia. Alexandria, Arlington, Annandale. You can visit them at 4115 Annandale Road, Suite 101. Um, and they sell everything from life insurance, auto, um, home, renters, condo, financial services, consultation as well. Dan and I are going there. We just went with them. I just did my blood work test to get my life insurance policy i'm going to update my life insurance with them with alex and on uh, dan is doing a policy too, short-term and long-term disability no matter what age you are now is the time to start taking care of your long-term planning especially if you have children god forbid anything happen to you you do not want to leave them with debt and without any income you can go to their website always on a-N-H com. Tell them, hey, Fresh, sent you. You get a free consultation. It's just worth going in and finding out. We are big, big supporters of them. They are amazing. Also, Bid to Ride. You guys have loved this. And I- I'm so excited about this app. I want to work with these guys more and more. Um, they've been cool enough. They're a startup, and they've done a campaign with us. At Bid to Ride is the app. B-I-D, the number two, Ride. You get a $15 off coupon uh, when you use my code SFDC19. is in Sarah. F is in Frazier, DC19, okay? Uh, you can go and download the app. And by the way, put in the code all lowercase. It's very um, sensitive. So SFDC19. You just go to your app uh, store, bid to ride. Unlike traditional ride-hailing apps, you bid for your ride based on the price that you think is fair. Riders can get 20 to 30% cheaper rides compared to traditional uh, options like Uber and or Lyft. So what they do is they basically, you put in where you want to go, you put in what you want to pay, and then they like Lyft, Uber, all these other ride-sharing apps Taxis They basically aggregate for you the best rate And then boom, you get it Every time I use them, I save 2 to $3 So we love them Bid to ride, download today uh, AJ, we're excited about We have a
1: new sponsor, Beauty Counter Which is awesome I'm really excited to talk about our new sponsor I am just want to open this up So you guys can get a, get a feel for the bottles Oh, cute. Okay, from Beauty Counter. So, like, if you're not watching, if you don't watch us on our YouTube page, oh, that's it's, true. it's
0: um like this really, like, sleek-looking gray bottle, gold and white writing, has, like, a really cute gold pump. Uh, they have very earth tone colors, because Beauty Counter uh, works without a lot of the harsh chemicals that some of the other big manufacturers and makeup companies do. That's kind of how they got their whole
1: name. That's true. That's what, well, when I was talking to them, that's what the owner said. If you're looking for... Well, you use clean products. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, BioClarity. I use a lot of clean products. I haven't been as as um, aware that, like, those are really good for your skin because I kind of just, like, put on whatever. Now that we've been using the Skin to Tin Moisturizer and all of the foundations, I'm realizing it actually looks way better and dewy and fresh. Uh, Beauty Counter is a clean makeup and skincare brand that started in 2013 completely disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products we use daily. Hello, I didn't know any of this. Okay, Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. They make products for the whole family, have a rigorous ingredient selection process, educate people on questionable and harmful ingredients to avoid, and advocate for more health protective laws for the beauty industry. Their mission is to get safer products into the hands of everyone because they believe that beauty should be good for you. So... What do they mean by clean? Over 1,500 questionable ingredients are never used in Beauty Counter's formulations. They call this their never list. From moisturizers to makeup, cleansers to sunscreen, Beauty Counter is at the forefront of using clean ingredients to create products that are effective and really work. Um, I looked online. They have a shave kit for men, so it's not just females, anybody who wants to use it. um, The things that we're trying are the Overnight Resurfacing Peel. And then also the uh, Do Skin Moisturizing Coverage. This will be both on the Hay Frasch and Andrea Lopez Comedy Instagram, so you guys can take a look at how they actually react to our skin. Uh, for a limited time, you can get 10% off your purchase of beautycounter.com with promo code Hey for Okay? Love 10% it. 10% off, entire order. Beautycounter.com, but only if you use promo code Hey H-E-Y-F-R-A-S-E. Again, beautycounter.com, promo code Hey Restrictions apply. Love it. Okay, awesome. And then we have to shout out
0: Best Fiends.
1: Best Fiends, we talked about them before. Love totally them. changed my opinion on gaming apps. I will say that. Frage Fam, if you're looking for a new, fun, engaging game app to download, search Best Fiends, F-I-E-N-D-S, and download to find out more about this casual game anyone can play, but definitely target it at adults. I've said before, intern Marcus has downloaded, and now we play against each other, and he's definitely better than me. But, um, you know, I've never been mm. one for... You're not, like, a big game player. No, I actually, I have been. I used to play a lot of video games, but gaming apps i just have never like seen myself as one to like you know advance to all the levels you know how much money you would make if you just started like doing games without I your thought, top on I like you make like, a fucking I fortune doing twitch right yeah should i start an account i've thought yeah. about that you're worried about making money in
0: new york okay Like just, just you don't, don't even right have on. to show all of your boobs just like take your shirt off get like great cleavage and play video games boom
1: great cleave and play some video games with the headsets yes and then so. I have the cord like in my boob yeah absolutely okay well and then like a sugar
0: download- babe glider or whatever one of those sugar gliders like in your tits that people <laughs> oh, keep in there God. on my shoulder okay how much do one of those cost i think they're expensive i think they're like designer little rats well one, so you know like, they designer, are like crazy and they and they they glide okay yeah, people we, used to have a chinchilla back when i was a kid not anymore That's a sugar glider yeah
1: we said pet rocks <laughs> <laughs> this app has changed my perspective on game apps you can play it anywhere and with uh, your other friends that have downloaded it it's a free download from the app store there's already a hundred million global downloads engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters it's a five star rated mobile app on the apple app store and google play again download free on the apple app store or google play tag me if you got yes! some levels we can, t- we can tell you about it tag at hey it's a free download again so best fiends f-i-e-n-d-s back to to you (laughs) and now back to
0: our regular scheduled programming you guys honestly we don't thank you enough but you you guys seriously the way you support this show is by frequenting our sponsors whether it's alex and on for state farm insurance uh whether it's best fiends so we really really encourage you and thank you guys so much so many of you do it i love like Alyssa's mom is so fun she does all of our codes so rothy's i'm sure she'll do beauty counter she's amazing so that's how kind of Alyssa. she was like my mom's a huge fan of the show so am i like use all our code, so we're very very grateful for that. Thank you for doing it. Um, we don't even have time to get into it, but I was in Maine over the weekend. Okay, can we at least show like your fun because your mom is such a character. Oh my god! So I wanted to put up one video. Do you have like the wood chopping video? Because people were giving me a hard time that she wasn't wearing shoes,
1: and it was. It's so comical. Yeah, so what do you guys, like, is this a normal thing? Do you cut your own wood? Like, what? why? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, my brother, like,
0: they cut their own wood and stack it. They have, like, they order, like, four cords of wood, and then they have to, like, cut it and, like, bring it in the house every fall and winter. Yes, it is crazy. You guys have heat? Uh, Yeah, they have normal heat, but then they also heat the house through a wood stove. Like, through this little, like, wood stove. So they're always, like, doing a fire. I mean, it was no wonder you left Maine. You're like, how am I going to survive? First, I was freezing all the time. I mean, the first house I grew up in, my parents didn't have any money. The first house I grew up in did not have, like, insulation, and it was completely heated by a wood stove. So we would wake up some mornings, and there would be frost on the inside of the walls.
1: That's absolutely not. (laughs) That's, that's a cause for child endangerment. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, really.
0: We lived to have <laughs> like <it> had frostbite. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's why I moved. Here's my mom. People were like, why is your mother not wearing shoes? My mom, Alicia, is a trip. You know, over the years she's been on the radio. She's been, here she is. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, this is. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> Look at all that wood. Why is she chopping more? You've got a fucking stack of it.
0: I have no idea. This is how I find her in the morning. I'm like, what is going on? She's endless comedy. Oh, my God. My brother and niece were there. I mean... I cannot stop laughing at her. The stuff that she does is just epic. Like her uh, life, she I, just hooks rugs, hooks rugs, cuts wood. Yes. And did I tell you guys? Remember, I showed you the the prayer rug that she made for Dan and me for our wedding, and then oh, that she was entered so it in a local fair and she got second place. I need to I need to post on my social media the the ribbon because she sent me the ribbon.
1: Now, not not to to demote uh, Trish for any of her hard work, but how many people are actually um, entering the contest? Oh, for Alicia? Yes, me, my mom. Okay. Oh, I call her Trish, <laughs> Alicia. She goes by. Lish. she goes by lish um that's a great question i gotta ask her i think it was like put in with rugs and quilts i don't know i'm sure there's tons i'm just giving her a hard time well
0: i mean it's Maine. i don't it's know small. that there's tons but yeah, like a lot of people up there do nothing but like handwork and stuff so anyway it was always great it's always like really funny and then we all we have a either a singing or dancing competition so my mom doing karaoke was just okay come so up, we're she, on she your bread run Good oh this morning. is her bread run job Okay. Okay. And she mom's counts her money before we have done it. Twenty. We haven't completed the job 40, yet, but she's already sixty. Okay. <laughs> Seventy. Eighty. On your bread run. Good morning. Is like... okay. Okay. okay, mom's counting her money already. Twenty. From... We haven't completed the job 40, yet, but she's <laughs> sixty. Okay. Seventy. What? Eighty.
1: We haven't even done the job, and she's already like counting her coins. Like she now, how does, does that back? Do people give her money beforehand, or or why is she counting the money in the car? Well, like you th- know, everything
0: in Maine is so far away, so she does this bread run, and she has like six or seven drops. So it takes her like an hour and a half <laughs> to do them, or two hours, because you've got to go to all these different Maine towns <laughs> different and planes. bakeries. Right. So they just pay her, so she doesn't have to come back, basically. Oh, so for the next time, all right? And so, but like she immediately gets in the car and she lets like counter coins. It's just like, so she is epic to me. It's and, so funny.
1: And why is she in the back seat and you're in the front? Is she, is she, cause she wants to watch the bread? No, my, well, yeah, I think she was holding on to the bread and my brother was actually driving. So, you mean so, to tell me you went on a family Fraser <laughs> bread run? <yes. laughs> that was there. Sarah
0: was there. This is what I'm telling you. This is why Dan is the saint because when we
1: do stuff, the whole family does it. I have to agree. That's us too. My and niece, it takes us hours to get out of the house. It's like hours. we're such a slow moving family. I know, and everybody has to go. It's like everybody has to go.
0: Are we not breaking this up? So we're doing other accomplishing under things. We all go together. It just is like it's amazing. Um, Tenzin says, "Dang, she's slow but steady on that wood." Hey, yo,
1: (laughs) can we get a soundtrack of that? It was like. And then Sarah's just like laughing in the back. Penny says, my mother-in-law chops wood in a house
0: dress and open-toed sandals with socks. I love her. What is going on? And my mom wore no shoes. I'm like, so why no shoes? Yeah, aren't you guys in like a barn with like splinters and shit? And yeah, she's holding an axe. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> like, I mean, do you want to lose a toe? Anyway, Uh, look, Sophie Tanner, let's let's dial her up on Skype. So Sophie Tanner lives in England. Um, I've been kind of obsessed with this. I'm trying to think, you know, AJ and I read this story about her. Maybe I think maybe when she renewed her vows several months ago in England. She had her friend dress up as the Pope. She had a whole like wedding ceremony. Um, And she decided a couple of years ago to marry herself. She says it was the best decision ever. She's encouraging more people to check out and become solo agamists. I think I'm saying it right. We'll ask her. Um, And so we're going to have her on right now. And we just want to ask her a ton of questions about this because she says that now people are joining the movement. And I mean, I need to know, did you have sex with yourself on your wedding night? Did you consummate? Our listeners want to know that. You're having sex with other people it's so interesting to me oh here's our favorite beat oh we love this beat it was like, it was like this is bringing me back to when we had the woman on with the chandelier who i right? like, love I so know, much right? yeah hi sophie hello there can you hear us sorry oh you can you hear us yes i can yeah. okay fabulous can yes we can i think we're going to have you turn your phone though can you turn it like yeah. horizontal there or, you go the oh way. perfect that'll work right age yes that works perfect that works sophie thank you so much for being on the podcast we are so excited to talk to you about your life choice
3: it's a pleasure
0: so first of all we want to clarify are we saying this word correctly is it soloogamy or is it sologamy
3: um i think it's well i say sologamy sologamy don't know if it's correct yeah Gotcha, gotcha. Okay,
0: so tell me this, because we have listeners
3: that have tons of questions.
0: How long ago did you decide, because you have been very open, and you married yourself, you just renewed your vow several months ago, you've written a book about it, which we're going to get into. When did you first come up with the idea that, hey, I should marry myself, and I'm a sylogomist?
3: Well, so it was actually quite a a long time ago, as I turned 30, um, and the reason I came up with the idea was because... I had just been, I'd just been through a really bad relationship, and I'd been dumped and cheated on by my boyfriend, um, and it wasn't the first time it happened. It was like the third. Yeah. But um, but uh, like normally I bounce back from stuff like that. But I think it was at that time I just, I kind of, t- I went through a bit of depression and anxiety because I sort of thought, well, I must be doing something wrong. You know, when someone chooses someone else over you, you can't help comparing yourself to the new of person course. and thinking what have they got that I haven't, you know, so I guess, yeah, it was, I was just kind of quite worried about my mental health for a couple of months, because I was like, normally, I'm quite an optimist, I'm quite happy-go-lucky, and I was just really suffering, so it was just more of that kind of shock, but then one morning, I woke up, and I was so relieved to, to know that I was starting to feel better, and I just kind of realized that I wasn't, the loser, like he was, you know, because actually I loved, I loved my life, I loved my yeah. job and friends, family, and actually I loved myself. Um, so, so it was there. It was kind of like a revelation. I sort of thought I wanted to celebrate that feeling because, you know, the whole world we always celebrate romantic love. You know, as soon as you announce you're in a relationship, everyone congratulates you, um, and everyone's obsessed with romantic love. But you don't get that same kind of reaction when you try and when you decide to focus on yourself for a bit or on your relationship with yourself. Um, And I just I just figured that, you know, it was time to because I always get met with sympathy when I'm single, like, oh, don't worry, the right person's just around the corner. Oh, yeah. And I thought, yeah. Yeah, they're just so I've always like I have had periods of my life where I've been single and I've been very happy, but. For some reason, I'm always made to feel like I should feel like an incomplete or something. So I, I just decided there and then I thought, I want a way to celebrate this feeling of self-love. And what better way to celebrate love than with a wedding?
0: So you, okay, so you decide four years ago that you're going to have this wedding ceremony d- to celebrate basically your self-love and your journey and marry yourself, which I think is great because you're right. There is such a stigma all across the world about someone single. And, and I feel like especially people you get over the age of 30, over the age of 35, people are always at, don't you want to get ma-? people like it's like they're fixated with asking you. So I love this idea of self-love. So you organize, you decide to organize this wedding. All right. Tell us how your family, your friends reacted Did people think you were crazy, like how how did that all go down?
3: So, um, my friends and family were surprisingly up for it, actually. My dad, I asked him to give me, give uh, me away to myself, and he didn't that. even bat an eye.
0: <laughs> he didn't bat an <laughs> eye. eye. Your parents are That's amazing to me how many people we have on this show that like are doing something outside the box, and yet their families are really supportive. Support that. That's it. amazing.
3: I think I get a bit of my quirkiness from my dad anyway, because he's quite a yeah, quite a fun guy. So he was just like, what should I wear? Um, and a lot of my friends, I mean, even though it was kind of a, yeah, it's tongue in cheek, right? I'm not taking myself 100% seriously. Um, and But at the same time, it, for me, I wasn't quite sure how it was going to pan out. I wanted to do it. I wanted it to be a fun celebration. And I was actually blown away with the amount, my friends were like, treated it like a proper wedding they're like booking b&b's you know just like yeah i've booked the the time off work i'm gonna come down for the whole weekend so i was actually really like the fact that they were believing in me believing in myself i was like really yeah you
0: did the whole thing you you got a wedding dress you had flowers you had guests did you register for gifts
3: no i didn't actually because another kind of bugbear about like massive wedding ceremonies is that they're so costly and expensive and i just don't think necessarily you, you know you should ask your mates to buy you loads so i didn't have a gift list and i didn't ask for presents
0: um you're amazing but, how uh, do we become friends with you because everyone we know has like 18 registries 18, including myself yeah. <laughs> i mean that's awesome that's so great just that you're their, like a present was
3: my present
0: you're, so and okay what did you do that so you, you didn't do the traditional wedding gift your father gives you away who do you initially have do this ceremony what
3: were your vows so i had well i had like 15 bridesmaids and we all danced through the pavilion gardens to the it was like on the steps of the unitarian church so it wasn't in a church it was like outside and my friend dressed up as the pope just because <laughs> i hired him robes, because I thought to give it an air of, you know, pomp and ceremony. Um, So I I hired him robes and he tipped me through my vows, which I basically adapted from the traditional wedding vows. So I uh, just made it singular rather than plural, Um, because I was trying to write my own vows, but I thought actually they hold just as much meaning, the traditional ones, to, you know, face your disappointments and embrace your dreams. And so I ended up promising, yeah, taking vows of self-commitment in front of a whole bunch of friends, but then loads of strangers were stopping as well. Uh, and my okay. dog was there as well, which was lovely. So, okay, so you
0: you you have this ceremony. Now you're married to yourself. You know, how is that? Has it empowered you? I mean, have do you still feel lonely? And you are still dating, right? I saw that you were on like a dating reality show. So I want to get into that because a lot of people felt like the, a lot of questions came up like, well, do you date other people? How does that work? So right after you initially do this, was there a sense of like, oh, my God, I'm like, I'm so empowered now.
3: Were people contacting you? positive yeah, negative so it was it was really interesting because um i didn't expect the reactions i got i was a- answering questions that i had not considered before and i i had a lot of yeah i had a, a it felt very empowering a lot of people got it a lot of people realized that i was trying to redress the balance between self-love and romantic love that your relationship with yourself should be as important as your relationship with others a lot of people got that loads of people didn't and it was surprising because i the ang like there was a lot of anger so i was called a narcissist uh exhibitionist i think men took it as an insult like i was saying they're redundant people took it that i was criticizing marriage um you know but the whole point is of course i'm not against romantic love it's a fabulous feeling um it's more about the fact that you know you the more you deal with your own crap the less other people have to so it's about kind of your relationship with yourself and that should actually improve your romantic relationships or any other relationships in your life because you're kind of more secure and more dealing with your own stuff. So you should be able to help other people have more compassion for others as well. Yes. So Yeah, so I'm 100% not against, um, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm straight and I'm not a- against having relationships with men. And I would even be open to marrying a man if it was important to him, if I met someone, uh, the one. But I mean, because weddings <laughs> are great, aren't they? Yeah. You Yeah. Know? So but uh, but yeah, my but my point is, is more that it's because there's an absence of ceremony, I think, in Western culture, which allows you to celebrate your self-development. The only ritual we have is wedding. So I kind of borrowed from the format of a wedding in the absence of any other self-development ritual.
0: So you do date and I'd I'd read I thought this was really great. You say that when you tell men that you married yourself, it's a terrific filter because you see very quickly what their reaction is, what they're like. Tell me about that. And then I want you to make a suggestion for the women and the men uh, listening to this show. I love the idea of having a filter. I think that's so great. So maybe how people could start to have a filter, what that should be.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a very interesting filter because, I mean, men and women, it's the reaction, I suppose it's just a reflection of how they, of a, a defensiveness of sorts, I think. Yeah. So, perhaps, you know, I think when I tell men and they sort of react, I had one guy who got really angry and said, oh, well, you're just going to die alone, um, which was kind of bizarre anger because I, I just, well, it made me think, well, he's obviously got some kind of strange anger going on there anyway, so I'll take a step back. Yeah. Um, But I'm not with him anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think, you know, it's like sometimes, um, yeah, like another guy said, you can't have your cake and eat it as well, which was an interesting thing to say. What the hell does that mean? That's like. I know. Yeah. I know. It's weird. So, so yeah. So basically it's just, it has acted as a good filter and it's been a lovely conversation starter for people who do get it. And a great way of realizing that, actually, perhaps I don't want to date you to people who do. <laughs> so.
0: I know. I think that's awesome to have a filter. And maybe it's because it sounds like you're pretty out there. I mean, first of all, you're a very public figure. You know, you Google, you many, many articles. Lots of things come up about you. So it sounds like you disclose pretty quickly to people that you're on a date with that, hey, this is like who I am. And this is the commitment I made to myself. Mm,
3: yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, actually, because... Uh, it's kind of hard to get away from, and you know, as much as I'm ninety percent really behind it and love the fact that I've become quite an ambassador for self love, and love the fact that I'm inspiring other women. Yeah. Some it can be a little bit. You know, you go to a party, you're introduced as <laughs> that person, and then you have to sort of explain it to people. The Everyone. Whole way through. Everyone. So sometimes it can be, I I don't necessarily always bring it up when I meet guys straight away, because I just think in a way, like it then makes all the conversation about me. And I don't want to just dominate the conversation because it's such a weird thing for me to be talking about. So I don't always bring it up. I just kind of, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, kind of see if they ask questions, then I might well tell them. We'll see.
0: Okay. well, speaking of being inspired, you've inspired a lot of other people to take this journey, to commit to themselves, whether it's a public ceremony, private ceremony. So tell me about some of the letters, the messages you get. How many people do you think like across the world, if you were to guess, are sologamous?
3: So I think, I mean, the media called it a trend, but that doesn't always mean that it's a massive amount of people. Um, I think in America, there's quite a few people in Asia, Australia, uh, Europe. But I'd say kind of a handful in each. So it's not like a huge wave. um, But I think there are some elements that people take from it. So... A sologamy ceremony doesn't have to be a huge public affair in front of lots of people. It could be more like a personal meditation or affirmation that you might want to do on your own. So I don't think there's necessarily a format that, you know, so some people might kind of take the the element of self-love and the element of vows and sort of take them more personally and maybe not make a big announcement out of it, which is great. You know, I think obviously I was making quite a statement and, um, uh, yeah, I had quite a lot to say about the subject, but I I kind of put my head above the parapet of it. But I don't think everyone you know has to, and I'm not sure how many people are privately doing it. Yeah. But I, do. it's definitely um, yeah, it's definitely opened up the conversation about self love, which is kind of what I wanted it to do. And I think in talking uh, about people contacting me, it is, it's it's really amazing when I, I got bet. an email from woman in Australia saying that she's going to do a ceremony for her daughters as they turn um, 16 um, because she feels that she wants to kind of give them like that little step in their development as, as women, which was lovely. Um, and yeah, I've had with my book, I've had people contact me and say that they have finished toxic relationships or friendships because it's given them the boost they need. And it's just so lovely to hear that because that's kind of why I got into it in the first place and
0: you've just written a book called reader i married me um what what's in the book what can we expect in the book that we that we haven't heard from you
3: so the book is well it's fiction and it's based loosely on my experiences but it's um it's kind of tied it all up and everything i experienced which felt for me like a big kind of crazy you know stone gathering moss i've kind of put into the book but i've also used I've I've taken every question that I've ever been asked and I've kind of fictionalised it and characterised it. Um, And and for me, it felt like a great creative exploration, um, you know, as to what is selfish and what isn't and and what's vanity and what isn't and what's narcissism and what isn't and what it actually means, you know, how many different ways there are to love yourself. So, yeah, so it's like really quite a big journey the character goes on um yeah and so it's actually a comedy as well so it's a rom-com but without the rom oh i love it and it's available
0: (laughs) on amazon it's called reader i married me by sophie tanner um i know you've been asked everything have any by the way have any celebrities ever reached out to you that have interest in in uh sologamy or uh any like famous people i i feel like it's just it's such an interesting
3: you know yeah like kathy Kathy burke who's a comedian and in this um in this country she just did a series and she was asking me about it but i don't know whether i've i don't know whether a celebrities have ever said that they would want to do it themselves i think that would be great though if i know did. it would bring like so much it attention would. um yeah
0: I want to give you some rapid fire questions from all of our guests, because obviously they were all of our listeners and viewers. They were very, very uh, curious about your life. So first of all, people want to know, uh, did you do anything to symbolize the relationship that you have with self? Me, yourself? Meaning, did you ever buy yourself a ring, a necklace? How do you remind yourself uh, about self-love?
3: Yeah, it's an interesting one. I thought about it a lot. I thought about getting a tattoo because I'm not a jewelry person. Um, I just I always lose it. <laughs> so uh, I did have a ring on the day. I just had a dress ring, like not an expensive one to sort of have that symbolism. Of put, and I put it on my own finger. But um, but yeah, I don't have like a, a specific thing that I wear on my body. But I have I have like stuff around my like little um, little quotes for my wife around my flat.
0: Oh, nice!
3: <laughs> just like reminding me, like I've got something I got in Africa saying, um, "Just a declaration of love to my wife," which is me.
0: Oh my god, that's a good reminder. I love that. So you see it every day. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brooke from our show, from a listener, wanted to know if someone were to propose, uh, would you divorce yourself? I'm curious.
3: So, in I mean, divorce is for me doesn't exist within the realm of self marriage because it's basically suicide. So, you know, it would oh. mean that you couldn't live with yourself. So, and and the and the whole the whole concept of self self marriage for me is about an ongoing, uh, you know, working towards positive mental health and working on your own mental health and your well being. So, I think yeah, divorce is kind of like the darkest place you could be. So no, you wouldn't. Okay.
1: Oh, AJ, go ahead. Yeah, you've got a question. Well, I was going to say you wouldn't divorce yourself, but you can add somebody to the relationship. So you could end up marrying them if they had proposed. Like you're open to yes. relationships if somebody had come forth.
3: Yeah. So because I'm not trying to be two people, you know, by marrying myself, it's not like I'm splitting myself in half and being right. two people. Not, I'm not schizophrenic, um, <laughs> but um, the, the, yeah. So, so the the marriage to myself is about my relationship with myself, and and uh, my relationship with other people should benefit from that. But it certainly wouldn't restrict me from developing any other meaningful relationship with anyone else, and that includes. You know, if they if they wanted a ceremony to consummate that, then that would be fine too. I'd just be married to me and to them, I guess.
0: A lot of people are curious about that. You obviously date. You probably are having sex with other people or or, or something. But a lot of people want to know if you then like consummated the marriage with yourself.
3: Yeah, I have been asked that a lot. I mean, I'm not against uh, self-pleasure at all. It's very healthy. We're here for Um... it. (laughs) Yes.
0: Right. It's like the smart choice to make.
3: Yes. Oh god yeah. It really is. I mean, yeah. More people need to um, masturbate and less hate, you know? I mean, and use the rabbit. I think, I think I think yeah, you need to know how how to pleasure yourself because that again benefits sexual relationships with other people. Um uh knowing all your hot spots. But on my actual wedding day, I didn't because I had a after after party back at mine and we were up till dawn and um <laughs> there yeah. was no time. So so it's like it sounds like an audio it wasn't but like yeah basically there wasn't any sexual activity that night
0: so, and where do you think you're going next with, with sologamy? You know, you said it's like, it's a blessing and a curse. Like you've obviously loved how, how much women have taken on this self-love and, it, and it's so great. And it's so funny in Western society. I think you're right. We give ourselves so very little credit. And if you do, and you're out there publicly, you are considered a narcissist, you know, it's like, oh, they're so in love with themselves. So where do you see this going? Are Do you want to kind of move away
3: from it or do you want to
0: keep sort of being the face of it?
3: That's a good question. I think um, I think sologamy and, and marrying yourself is a very extreme version of self-love, and it and it in some ways because it puts off people who might otherwise be open to what I've got to say. Then perhaps I think I might just move more into the sort of positive mental health and well-being space, right. and talk self you know self compassion self worth all those other things and i think because marrying myself was a statement to show that i think self love should be as important as romantic love but that statement i get that some people are uncomfortable with it you know but for me i think you know regardless of your relationship status you should be practicing self love yes. and that's kind of the road i want to go down so yeah so, and the uh,
0: irony, know. the craziness to me is that people are uncomfortable about it. But, you know, so many relationships don't work because people, are, you know, are so unfulfilled themselves, so unhealed. You know, if you don't have your shit together, there's no way you can bring as someone who just got married and goes to couples therapy all the time and been together for six years. I mean, my God, yeah. marriage will force you to, like, get your own shit together or it's never going to work. You know, so it's exactly. amazing to me that people are uncomfortable. Where can Sophie, where can people start to get information? I, I, a lot of people on our Facebook said, uh you know, I love this idea. Uh, Sophie, I want to do this when I turn 50. Um, People are saying, Don writes, oh my God, you stole my idea. I absolutely love this. Uh, I'm buying myself a ring and throwing a party. Uh, My ex-husband made the idea of marriage so unattractive to me that I wouldn't even marry myself, this person says, and I love myself a lot. I'm team no marriage at all, but I love sologamy and the idea. So where can people start to get information?
3: Um, So, well, I mean, my website is www.imarriedme.co.uk. So that's all about like my ceremony and how I did mine. But I think the thing is, what's so lovely about it is is that it is so personal. And, you know, like that lady said, if she's anti-marriage and she hates the word wedding, just have something at another ceremony to celebrate yourself. So I think it's just because it's so new, you can almost tailor it however you feel suits you.
0: Love it. Oh, my God. Sophie, you're amazing. Any final questions? You guys, you've been so great with your time. And I think just bringing awareness. I loved reading about you. Are you, are you doing any upcoming, uh, upcoming UK uh, reality shows? Any plans to do a US show? Any shows on the
3: horizon? Well, I mean, at the moment, what I'm focusing more on is doing talks and workshops. Um, I just went to a wellness festival uh, called Rest Fest, which was actually for mainly stressed out mums and like, you know, but slightly older women who just gave all of their energy to their families. And um, so that's kind of what I'd like to continue doing is just kind of reaching out to, yeah, kind of festivals and workshops and events um, just to raise awareness, really. Okay, if you come to the
1: U.S., please do a fun workshop for us, because we're all about, you know, bettering yourself, self-love, and discovering who you are, Um, that would be so cool for all of our listeners,
3: for real. I would love to come. (laughs) And
1: I I just love it, I think it's so great, and you you know what I think is so empowering,
0: I I love that you tell people this, it's your filter, and it's interesting to see how people react, and you're so right, you know, when people have a bad reaction, it's like, it's bringing up something for them, you know? and and uh, i just i think it's a great movement so thank you for being brave and being awesome and being on the show and answering all our sex questions too we were like so <laughs> cool. we we're like what is she doing is she like getting fulfilled there too we need to
3: know <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course i'm not framed by a sex question <laughs> <laughs> sophie
0: tanner you are fantastic the book is called reader i married me you can find it on amazon and it's uh imarriedme.uk Is that the website? Uh, .co.uk, yeah. .co.uk. Thank you so much for being on with us. We're very grateful.
3: Oh, thank you. Great to speak to you. Hi, Sophie! Oh my God, amazing, amazing. You guys,
0: again, you can find her book on Amazon. Definitely check it out. I love, love, love this movement. I love the idea. I think it's so cool. And I was thrilled that she was on with us.
1: This is the thing. It's so amazing how people discover these things and then make it a movement. Like, I love how she was able to turn that. Like, this is almost like a full-time job. You Uh, can write a book about it, and it's actually like a movement with, like, so much backing. Like, this is... Why did nobody... I mean it sounds like a burden honestly yes. like I'd be like okay look yes
0: I married myself no I did not fuck myself yes I fuck other people what else do you want I would know? just
1: like give out cards like yeah. here read this shit <laughs> here here's my here's my book buy it thanks like I would just do like swipe ups all the time because I'd be tired of explaining it like yes I married myself what else you got the go name. see the
0: interviews go see the interviews yeah uh, you guys we always love you too and we love interviewing like unique people people like blazing their the own best. trail yeah. yeah so email us sarah at if you have somebody that's like super unique they're doing something crazy uh, you know we love all that stuff we love embracing that so email us if you have a guest suggestion it's s-a-r-a-h at hey i think that wraps it us up for us today uh also be sure to share the podcast show with someone who's never heard of hey Fraige. we love you follow andre lopez Arant. comedy on insta at hey frage bye everybody we'll see you on wednesday bye everybody rock the cast pod rock the cast pod hey.